Hello, this is Clinton and Clinton Court Classics. We have with us Raskin Serenthredwath. I hope I said that all right. Aiden? Hey, you totally mispronounced it, but it's fine. Excellent. And now we have Brother Davros. Jeff? I promise no celebrity impressions this session. All right. We also have Reeton, played by Nathan. I can't do celebrity impressions. I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to do Christopher. Nope, I can't do it. And then so. finally, we have Uller Burzum played by Connor. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and guarantee some celebrity impressions this episode. <laughs> it would help if you signed in. Don't see you on I the board. I am signed in. Don't see you on the Not board. Not in two role mongers, no. or the Rise of the Rune Lords. Uller and... Burzum tonight will be played by myself, Christopher Walker. Oh, wait, I think I'm in the wrong game. <laughs> you might be. That's okay, because Nicolas Cage is here to play your part for you Jeff please stop wow (laughs) (laughs) oh dear all right so when last we left there was a incident at the graveyard and father Xantus brought you in with the help of Sheriff Hemlock to investigate what occurred here this uh break-in happened during the goblin incursion so this is that late evening you discovered that there were skeletons in the crypt and you had just defeated them. Some performing better than others. Reeton, you really need to work on how to hit things with your axe. <laughs> and then I don't have the luck of the dice, man. The luck of the dice is not on your side. Apparently. If you're suffering from a little bit of performance anxiety or something, there there's a pill for that now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Maybe I'll have to borrow some from you. <laughs> Oh, he's got a prescription already. Zing! A prescription pill for better rolling. What you discovered here was one of the crypts, the sarcophagi, had been opened, and there was a robe discarded in the corner. Vraskin had cast Detect Magic, and he noticed that there is magic in the area, and that's where we left off. So he does Detect Magic within that area. But we're not aware. He's like, the spell just shows him stuff, right? So... I don't think any of the rest of you have any magical items. Is that correct? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I didn't maybe think so. a potion of healing, but nothing major. All right. What do you do with that information, Vraskin? Sorcerer Extreme. Uh, nothing at the moment. <laughs> he doesn't say anything to anyone. He just continues to concentrate. Yeah. Uh, right. Was that round two or round three of uh, Detect Magic? So this would be the second round. What that determines is you determine the number of different magical auras and the power of the most potent aura. So there is only one magical aura, and you need to make a check. And it's going to be a knowledge arcana to determine the school of magic involved. All righty. Does 24 beat it? Yes. You detect faint necromancy. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, Brother Davros. Uh, Vraskin can't tell where where exactly that magic is located. He all he knows is there's one item with faint necromancy within the sixty foot cone. Yeah, but we didn't see him cast a spell, and he's not like yelling at us, is he? Uller and Reeton know he did, and he's okay. concentrating, but you don't. Right. So I was in, I was in here looking around, correct? Carefully looking for possibly more disturbances in the undead negative field. Prayers on my lips to Saren Ray. Don't like being under a roof. Holy symbol at the ready, but just not like knocking stuff over, but just the once around the room. 
you know, dun, 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 come around the room. Everything like looks n like normal, nothing out of place, except for the open sarcophagus here and then the robe down here discarded. Mm -hmm. the, the headstone that is on the lid of the sarcophagus says Tobin. The name is Tobin. All right. Ezekian Tobin. Gentlemen, I believe all within are now at rest. Come, come inside. All right. The sheriff comes inside. Hmm. This is disturbing. I can't see. What do the rest of you do? Oh, that's better. I would like to walk in, but it appears as though there is uh, something blocking my character. Aha. Is, there is there a written in your way? It might have been that there was a written in my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's uh, this this faintly necromantic magical robe lying on the ground. Second and more disturbing is the fact that the sarcophagus that contained Ezekian Tobin's body has been opened and it appears as if his remains have been taken. The sheriff says, I have little knowledge on to why these bones have been taken. I wonder if the goblin raid was a distraction so that this Longshanks, this humanoid with the goblin raid, stole the remains of the town's previous priest. Hmm. And he's scratching his chin. Do you guys have any insight? This is a very astute sheriff. I think we should bring him with us everywhere. It wasn't much use in a fight, <laughs> but now he's gold. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. <clears throat> we killed the Freya Sheriff. Now please look around and let us know what's going on. So he says, hmm, I don't believe the townsfolk are in need of any more excitement. So let's keep this to ourselves. The people that should know do. That sounds ominous. So you feel like he's being ominous or something? No. Yeah. I no, feel no. like... Bro uh... Brother Reeton, he's trying to... He's thinking of the greater good for the populace. There would be panic. This is a time of joy and respect for the church. To know that the dead are rising and have disturbed would ruin everything. Would ruin everything these people have worked for. It's a kind choice, Sir Dwarf, I assure you. Thank you for saying I... so. I, I definitely think we should tell people if their relatives are going to be raising from the dead. Oh, telling the next of kin. Yes, I agree. Ah, well, unfortunately, yeah. Ezekiel Tobin had only one kin, and it was her daughter, his daughter. And she died in the fire along with Ezekiel. But we never recovered her body. It was burned up in the fire. I feel we should be writing these names down in our journal. You perhaps should, he says to you. Ezekiel Tobin was the previous religious leader. And then when he died with his daughter in this the fire that took out the last chapel during the five years, the five years ago, there was a latent pleasantness. I don't know if anyone's kind of mentioned this yet. D does that make sense to anybody? There was, there was a guy named Chopper. Only, no, only in Never passing, Sheriff. Please tell us the whole story. Uh, I go sit on a coffin. This is going to be good. All right. Well, five years ago, there was much unpleasantness. We had a, a series of murders, and it turned out that there was a beloved sculptor he would wander about the town, bringing out sculptures of birds in the wood of a fence post or a chair leg or, or something around town. It was a great thing to have a stoot. This is the man who pulled these birds out of the, out of the wood. And it was a wonderful thing to have a stoot. It was incredible work. But it turned out that the stoot, this well-trusted man, this beloved man who lived uh, on the other, uh, uh, he lived on a on a rock right outside of the of the cove. He was uh, found to be the the chopper. He was killing people. We tracked him down to his lair and found heads and body parts, and we quickly put him down. And then just after that, 
the chapel burned down, bringing down Ezekiel Tobin and his daughter, Nualia. She was a beautiful girl, touched by the gods. Her hair, hair was completely blonde, and she was unearthly beautiful. She did not take well to this attention. Uh, her father, Zakian, wanted the convent for her, but uh, alas, none of it was to be. The fire ended both of their lives. Because they died. Yes, they both died. So that is the late unpleasantness. And now they're coming back to life? Is oh, that, I certainly hope that, not. Well, uh, skeletons are coming back, so something's no, happening here. Well, no. what, do, what, is, what is this robe you found? No, no, darling, I... I can't ask them that. That's too personal. I'm fine. Uh, Sheriff, sorry to disturb you. You said Tobin is, is laid, is, his body is laid here. Am I to presume, pointing at the next one that I'm standing right in front of, this is where his daughter rests? The name isn't right. No, we did not recover her body. We presumed it was incinerated completely in the uh, fire. Oh. Yeah. I stepped but, back and I'm, so, I'm ashamed I asked. So you presumed that it was burned, but you never found the body. Uh, yes, any, but there were many other revenue. bodies that were, you know, of functionaries and a clergy that we did not find either that also had passed. Oh, so somebody should grab that robe. It is evidence. Agreed. Then Don't pick it up, it. Sheriff. Uh, okay, so he. Yes, sir. You, you are the town official, and it's against my yeah. faith to disturb or desecrate the dead in any fashion. And or, you know, I'm don't, fine. Don't, I... don't listen to the sorcerer telling everyone, "Don't touch it." I'm <laughs> the guy I, with the big I, creepy I, hands. I, I guess that's yeah, a bad sign. I, I have to tell you that I am fine with desecrating the dead. All right. He gives you a quizzical look, but uh, okay. So he picks up the robe. It looks like a normal, dark-colored black robe with some standard-looking silver embroidery. Uh, nothing special about this robe at all. But Vraska knows different. Can I make a spellcraft check on it? Uh, certainly, but you must be able to handle it. Ah, the guy says, must. don't touch it. <laughs> Ignore this. And he picks it up. And he hands it over to you. Okay. So spellcraft uh, check. Yep. yep, spellcraft check of 18. Uh, nope, you're just not sure what this is. You didn't succeed on your check. Figured as much. It is um, obviously magical. You know it's magical. You're just not sure what its necromantic purpose is. Alas, if there was only another caster that had spellcraft. Or you can recheck when you get another rank, or you get to a library where you can do a recheck. Okay, cool. Is there anyone in town who could help us? Yes, there's probably plenty. Well, uh, then... I guess we're going to have to rely on other people. Uh, yeah, we should go. We should ask the sheriff to go into town and call one of the mages in town or sorcerers in town to help take a look at it. Yes. Yes. Sheriff, there's obviously more going on here and if you don't wish us to notify the next akin because there are none and not disturb the townsfolk we'll abide by your wishes but if you're telling us that this robe wasn't buried with the body it could possibly be evidence you should take it into your office and guard it possibly in a little room that says evidence room far away from any prying eyes or sorcer greedy sorcerers and we would like to help you possibly investigate at least i would investigate this further would you join our wayward thrown together band and risk your life beside us throughout the town and educate us about the people so that we don't make another horrible mistake we could have upset your entire community just by reporting what happened here I feel we need you at our side, doing nothing during combat and maybe absorbing a couple hits, but, you know, no, nothing to do with experience points or... Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, I, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, fortunately for me, I have a job to do, and you as well. 
you are now to research this. Find out more about what happened here. Do you wish to deputize us, Sheriff? Stands a little taller. Um, No. Oh. But you are a friend to the law, so... Well, I'm I'm a friend to the church first. He says, you understand, Sheriff, and of course, to the law and this community. So, uh, Uller would like to walk over to corpses and say something along the lines of, you know, if there is one coffin cracked open, why was there two corpses? We should probably check the rest of these caskets. Okay. Okay. The sheriff stands back. I don't think this is a good idea. I like the way you think, Uller. I mean, would you rather yes, have no, dead minions lying First. in wait for the next time somebody has to use this, uh, what the hell would you call this? Like, not a catacomb. A sepulcher? A mausoleum? Mausoleum. That's a good word for it. Crypt? Yes, gentlemen. I agree, but first, before we disturb the dead any further, a quick prayer. Join me in a prayer to Saren Ray that nothing pops up and gives us undue experience points. The sheriff gives you a, a silent nod. All right. A quick prayer on my lips to Saren Ray, forgiving us for disturbing the dead. Oh, Saren Ray, even though we are not under the light of your son, forgive these dwarven and half-orc, half-breed fools for disturbing the dead today. Your servant oversees their actions and will make sure that no transgressions in your name are committed. Smile and wave them on to, you know, start desecrating. All right, I've got the one on the left. I'll get the one next to me. <laughs> I love how he <laughs> totally forgets about the insult I just handed him as like some kind of unbeliever infidel. It's like, there you go, boys. I really am surprised <laughs> that you guys don't value safety. Like back in the Belskin monasteries, if uh, if like a hobgoblin raid or something like that were to happen, you don't relax until every corner is checked out. You know, that's just, it's silly. Well, that's why I went in first. Gave the all clear. I and... thought I went in first. I don't know. When we read, when we geared up the map, I was standing in the middle of the room. You were cowering behind a door with a short dwarf that can't hit anything. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Reeton and Oler, I'd like a strength check. Okay. Aiden, what what would you like to do? So, I'm going to hand the... Um, I cannot roll. <laughs> hand, hand the robe back to the sheriff. Tell him to be careful with it because it does have magical properties, but I'm not able to determine what they are at this time. And then I'm going to step to the side out of you. Okay. Reeton, you struggle mightily with the sarcophagi lid, and it does not budge. Uller, okay. same thing. You you can you move it an inch, but it doesn't want to move any further, Uller. So the two of you are struggling. Well, with, hey, with Uller. Uller takes Uller. a five-foot step and proposes that he is beaten with opening his before moving that's, downward. That's what I was going to say. Move out of the that's way, Brother weird. Davros. Please move aside, Brother. We'll get this one on the bottom first. How's that? Oh, yeah, that works, too. All right, uh, Nathan, do you know how assist? Uh, one of us, no. the, the way assisting works in Pathfinder is one person needs to lead the Apollos. I oh. would propose that I be the one to lead, but that's only yeah, you because do that. I'm a big orc. I don't think we're going to do it, though. After, after much struggling, not as much is gained. A three and a nine is rolled. Could you help them? I believe up to three yeah, stack three people on any project, according to... He the... actually backs up and says, I'm not sure that I want to be involved with any of this part. So, Hey, Braskin, you want to help us uh, desecrate some corpses? Well, wasn't the... Brother Davros the one that won the strength contest earlier? You should be That's a good go point. That's a good point. That's true. All right. A scream of a little girl comes from here, and then sounds like it runs through the uh, what do you call this crypt? I'm out. A scream of a little girl just screams, and, and it sounds like it's running out of it. I, uh... I'd like to think that was Brother Davros who was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I was the second scream. scream. I'm out. <laughs> it's gone. See ya. <laughs> 
One, one lady ghost in my life is far too much. Thank you. Goodbye. Good night. Good night, everyone. Everyone does hear that. Huh. Uh, I think I'm out too, actually. Okay. This place is haunted, I just, apparently. I still feel like it's foolish not to make sure that we're not going to have more undead throughout the night. Like, can we at least get someone who's a little holier than uh, the bunch of vows to see if we can't consecrate this place a little more? I'm out. All right. You, do you guys want to continue trying to open these sarcophagi? I would be fine with that if you are Uller, because, you know. Right. I just, I think it's the idea. smart thing to do. It is. Let's... Well, does anyone want to offer a helping hand to open the sarcophagi? My suggestion is Reeton assists Uller. So all you have to do is get a 10. Uh, that is a natural one. Okay, it's not going to work this time. What? That's plus two. Oh, even though I got 20? Here's <laughs> what I propose. Why don't we send uh, Sheriff Hemlock and maybe like Brother Davros into town to uh, report this appropriately? Uh, myself, Freeton, and Vraskin can stay behind and make sure that everything's safe. If it's not safe, the three of us will leave, two of us will bar the door, one of you will go get a guard. That sounds like a very rational idea. Vraskin all the time is just laughing his head off. Would you say taking a 20 would suffice for the three? I would. Taking a 20 right. would be a perfect thing to do. A couple of minutes of work, the two of you lift up the lid, and the very putrid smell of death reeks forward. And you can see inside the skeletal remains of a regular Joe, a person. Looks like the long-dead remains of whoever was supposed to be in there. Body is at rest. It's not reacting to our presence. It is not reacting to your presence. Good. Let's seal this coffin and go to the next one. You replicate your work. You've lifted all of the coffins, and the remaining bodies apparently are undisturbed. It is only Ezekiel Tobin's body that has been removed. And this one coffin held both of those bodies? Uh, this coffin, no, each coffin only holds one. Then why were there two skeletons? Two skeletons. That's a great question. You have not uh, satisfactorily answered that one yet. I wonder okay. what would happen if we put the robe on one of the corpses. I mean, I'm willing to go through every option, but that sounds like a little overkill. Sounds yeah, like you've okay. been reading too many comics. <laughs> Probably. Mr. DM, man, I would like to roll <laughs> yeah. survival, look for, you know, footprints or signs of intrusion. I see that we okay. obviously have some footprints down here that I think we already checked out last episode, but I really don't recall. Uh, I would like to look for more of those sorts of clues. Go ahead and right. give me a survival check as you the search five. around. Oh, that's the five down there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you can see uh, footprints, but they're so muddy and so splotched that you can't really tell what's going on, except most of the footprints were located at Ezekiel Tobin's sarcophagus. So I'll turn over to Reed and Braskin, kind of like in a huddle-up motion, and I'll be like, what, what do we know about what's going on here? We have Ezekiel Tobin, the previous religious leader of Sandpoint. You know, I can never imagine a man of the cloth having enemies, right? Ha ha ha. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, his, his daughter was pretty hot. And then she got really hot when she died in the fire of the church. I just, I'm going off what we got here. You guys have any ideas? Yeah, any ideas? Maybe uh, we should go back in town and find more about Zakian uh, and Valia. Yeah, where where uh, was that fire? Oh, uh, that was the old church, the one that they just rebuilt. Hmm. So are we going back into town, Oler? Yeah, I feel like, what what is this behind me before we go? I've been kind of eyeing it, and I haven't really checked oh, it out yet. And maybe that's where the screen came from. Little, it's a bin, basin of water for cleansing rituals. It's just a small okay. basin where, where you would pour water. It's currently dry. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go outside and be like, "Hey, Braskin, 
Did you happen to hear a little scream and a girl go by, like run by? Is that just me? I think that was Brother Diverse. Okay, because I didn't know if it was just everyone inside the room or if it actually exited the room. I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Nothing really big happened. I would like a bluff check from Praskin and a sense motive from Reeton, please. Sense motive? Okay. Please. Reeton, I think you're going to believe anything for asking questions. We'll see. We'll see. He got marginally yeah. better, but B. So his poorly told lie was believed by you wholeheartedly. Okay, good. Yeah. That's great. That's great. All right. No little girl screaming by. Still think you're evil. <laughs> I wouldn't use the term evil. Just motivated in directions that not everyone agrees with. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a clear difference, really. You know, the funny thing is I have extra points into sense motive, too. Yeah, I know. Your, your roles are stellar today. The whole time. Just awesome. This is, gonna, this is just going to be so much fun for me. So this encounter has ended. Uh, there's not much more to find here as far, far as you can tell. Uh, the robe is now in the hands of Sheriff Hemlock, who takes it back and he ex escorts you back out of the grounds, goes into the church, uh, meets with Father Tobin, and they have a separate discussion off to the side while you guys wait near the front door. He hands the robe over to Father Xantus, and Xantus uh, casts a spell, and he says something to the sheriff, and the sheriff nods, and then he returns to you. The sheriff says, uh, Father Xantus cast a uh, detect magic and determined that this robe is indeed necromantic, and he believes it to be a robe of the bones. Perhaps that is where the skeletons came from. Wow. He's a way better sorcerer than Braskin. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> so it's a robe of the bones. Do we have any information on what that of where it could could have came from? Anything like that? Well, any he says way to that... track down who was the necromancer? No, but a robe of the bones has many different patches on them that they can peel off and throw down, and it becomes zombies and skeletons and various things. But when all the patches are gone, it no longer functions. So are all the patches gone now? Apparently so. Okay, should we set it on fire? There's no need for that. Okay. It is just... Just saying, destroy the, the evil necromancy robe. Just, just a thought. It in and of itself is not evil. How it has been used has been considered evil. I would say that an item can be there, be neither good nor evil, but that'd be a crock of bullshit because items can totally have an alignment. Probably has a neutral There are alignment. items of goodness and evil in this world, but I do not know if this one is one of those items. I'm a sheriff. What do I know? As such, if you don't mind, if we have no more use for it, I'll take it. Of course you will. <laughs> yeah, who needs evidence? It, it should be in your care, and he hands it to you. Dope. So you have a robe of bones <laughs> with no patches on it. Okay. It's only magical effect now is faint necromancy. Yeah, I guess that's kind of appropriate. <laughs> you know, if we if we go into a town once and someone's like, that guy's a necromancer, I'm totally not being <laughs> friends with you anymore. <laughs> what do you, no, what makes you think that we are friends now? We punch some goblins, and then, Together. well, I punch, I punch some goblins. I, I'd like to think <laughs> we punch some goblins, but it was mostly me doing the punching. I got hit by goblins? Yeah, he was punched by yeah. goblins, but there was punching yeah. involved. <laughs> All right, so as you're having this conversation as you head back to the Red Dragon, or the Rusty Dragon, and uh, you get in, uh, Amico's just about ready to close down the bar and waves you in, and one last drink, friends? Yes. She gives you your favorite drinks. You guys have a, a good evening as you go down uh, into your respective rooms. Guys, 
Oh, we each get our own room? Yes. Each of you wow. get your own room. Guys? I thought I was going to have to bunk with Oler. Where's Brother Davros? Hello. Oh, I, I would have pulled him with me. Yeah, I'll go back and... to the mausoleum. Hey, guys. Guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, don't worry. That's just a scream of a little girl. It's fine. That wasn't you, Brother Ra Davros? Raskin comes and gets me. It's fine. Yeah. As I'm doing that, I'll talk to him, or I'll be whispering to him afterwards. Next time, don't bet against me. All right. So the next morning, everyone wakes up refreshed. What's the plan today? So where are we going, boys? We're down here at the right across from the Goblin Squash Stables. And uh, yeah, what are you guys going to do today? Wake up early, do his Tai Chi routine, get coffee in him. I was thinking if I wake up early enough before anyone else, I was told there was a lighthouse that I would like to down. Ah, uh, yes, the old light up here at the north end. I'm not sure how you are about small time RP, but that's my proposal. Thinking about the events of the last 24 hours. Okay. What does that exactly look like? It's doing Tai Chi, contemplating motives. Okay. And... So that's your morning routine? Yes. Okay. Anybody else have a morning routine? Waking up and getting a pint of ale. Obviously. Okay. That is Reeton's routine. What about uh, the spellcasters? Brother Davros. Face east, the rising sun, possibly outside or a rooftop, or at least a big open window. Kneel and do morning prayers. So you're up early. Okay. Yes. Early to bed, well, early to rise. The generic eight hours a caster needs of rest before the spells yes. of the prayers make sense, but yes. Yeah, got it. <clears throat> and then Vraskin? Kind of a similar thing, making sure that I rest long enough to get all my spells back, but after that, just kind of wandering the water side. Okay. <clears throat> so as you're wandering the water side, you see that same blushing redhead giggling and looking at you. And as you left your room... Something was left outside your door. Uh, it looks like uh, baked biscuits with no note. Interesting. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that plays for a while. <laughs> Three weeks of that kind of attention, and he finally Ooh. asked the redhead out. She's like, what are you talking about? And the dwarfs <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, please. Reason watching behind a tree. <laughs> the immediate heartbreak. First the nobleman, now our own dwarf. Dude, you're a player, man. The women just giggle at you and leave, but these guys are into you. Yeah. So what would you like to do today? You're, now that your morning routine is over, are there things to purchase? Are there things to research? Does this new library, or cathedral, I mean, does the new cathedral have a library that might have documents such as city records? I'd like to do a little bit more on our friend Zakian. Ah, so that would be more like you're going to just go through the town asking questions of people, getting a feel if there's some research to be done, and then you can roll a diplomacy check and we'll figure out how long that takes for you. Okay? I can give you a diplomacy. Roll a one. One. <laughs> no one wants to talk to you about the late unpleasantness. Nobody wants to even talk about it. They want to talk about the recent goblin fight. They want to see, they want to hear your side of the story about how you were such a hero and how you saved everyone. Anybody who wants to ask questions, I will take the time to give a well thought out answer to. Vraskin, what do you want to do today? Well, I'm going to take that basket of biscuits and mm -hmm. just kind of continue wandering around the town, eating those. Is there any purpose to your wandering, or are you just wanting to look around? 
Uh, just kind kind of get in the lay of the land. Maybe eventually go to some sort of library to do a bit of research, or a bit more research on this uh, robe of bones to see if there's any way of like recharging it, so to speak. But besides okay. that, just kind of wandering. Sure, there might be Madame Mavashti might be able to help you out. Maybe bottled solutions. That sounds like a place that uh, deals in magic and might have information about magic. Mm, the general store probably doesn't. Maybe the House of Blue Stones. That might be a place that has some knowledge. Uh, let's Speaking start at uh, Mavashti's. Madame Mavashti. All right. Madame Mavashti. Although from outside, this appears to be an ancient, decrepit manor house with several rooms. Only one person lives in this old building, ancient and mysterious Niska Mavashti. Old, even when Sandpoint was founded decades ago, Madame Mavashti, as she prefers to be called, is a Varician historian and seer, part of a long tradition of oracles in her family. As with many seers, the current age's unexpected departures from established prophecies have left her with a lifelong sense of brooding worry. She performs most of her readings with harrow cards and carved bones, but seems only very rarely to enjoy casting her predictions. Madame Avashti had long complained that the yearly travels of her extended family hurt her bones, and when Sandpoint was founded as part of the accord with the Sandpoint Mercantile League, the local Varicians demanded a large manor house be built for the respected elder. When she passed away, the house was to revert to the town property, but Madame Mavashti has proven exceptionally tenacious and long-lived. She survives primarily on support and volunteer help from local Varicians, and her only daughter, Koya Mavashti, although she spits and curses at those she knows belong to the Sharni, is very helpful to uh, support the local Varicians. Druids from the hinterlands make weekly visits to her home, often helping her along on the long walks she still enjoys in the nearby countryside. All of this information is kind of like common knowledge to those who just ask a few basic questions about this person. Cool. So she's a fairly accomplished, venerable mystery no, uh, a seer. And yeah, she should know a lot of, about history and what's going on. All right. Sounds good. Then I'm going to head inside. So you you knock on the door and enter. You hear from inside an old woman's voice. Okay, I'm going to open up the door. The door opens and you can hear the bell ring. And uh, inside you see uh, rich tapestries and curtains uh, overflowing and everything's very soft. And you see a table with a classic crystal orb sitting on the table and two chairs. You see an old woman seated in one of them, turns to you and says, What do you want? As she grimaces at you. Madam. I seek your knowledge about this here cloak. I acquired it recently, and I have found it to be a cloak of bones. Yes, I concur. Now, I was curious, is there any way of recharging it, so to speak? Getting new patches for new skeletons? Yes, it should be a simple matter of re-embroidering the various figures that normally belong on such a robe, but you must get each one correct. What happens if I don't get them correct? Yeah, you will fail. Fail to bring out the magic. You must know how to craft wondrous items. That is something you must master. All I'm right. Hearing, is, there, is there someone clicking outside? What is that noise? 
Uh, not sure. I don't At know. At that time, the town is enveloped in a locust swarm, all clicking in unison. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for your time. How can I repay you for your information? A, a single gold coin shall suffice for this very, very basic information. Thank you. Of course. She quickly grabs it up as you lay it on the table. <laughs> Barely has a second before it land, as it, when it landed, before she grabbed it. And it disappears into a pouch. Is okay. there anything else I can help you with? Do you know of a young red-headed woman that lives in the <laughs> uh, Yes. Yes, I do. I suppose you mean Shayla's Vinder. Mm-hmm. Possibly. I do not know of her name. Well, Shayla's certainly an attractive young woman, but it's her older sister who's been in the gossip lately. Rumor holds that Katrine Vinder has been shacking up with one of the workers at the lumber mill, and her overly protective father's been up in arms about it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And where well, might I find them? Oh, at the general store. Alrighty. Thank you for your time. Uh, you're very welcome, kind sir. You you have a dark aura about you. Mm, something in your past. Yeah, never mind. Off you go. <clears throat> I guess those biscuits happily munching didn't help with your dark aura there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay, there we go. General store. Near the Tarandarock Academy. Anyone else? Reeton. Yeah, you you you've, you've finished your breakfast beer or ten. Yeah, and now, I can handle now I can handle up to thirty six. Okay. Yes, you can. So you've got your breakfast down. You're feeling nice and loose. Where do you want to go now? You have a whole little city to explore. I I'm still curious about that robe and the uh, coffin being opened. So okay. I would like to go to the church that was recently just built and poke around there asking if anyone has any information on Eskeden Tobin. Tobin. <coughs> Tobin, yes. I think at this moment, Brother Davros is um, I'm already there. standing. <laughs> oh, waiting. <laughs> go see the, my so, entire backstory is to co see the cathedral and i get scooped by the dwarf who had 10 <laughs> breakfasts uh, how, i was how a hell of a long I, prayer session i slept in waiting to get how about i go there and i run into you sure no absolutely i'm just, I'm just teasing him that's fine so, <laughs> do, you, do you have any uh things that you want to take care of before reeton arrives i wanted to go inspect the glorious new Sandpoint Cathedral, check out all the six wings and stuff and take it all in mm -hmm. before actually starting investigation, asking about the fire and the previous one, which I think I'd want, okay. you know, at least some of my comrades around. So right now I'm just playing tourist and buddying up with uh, Father Zanos. Okay. So Father Zantis is very happy that he's got this traveling clergyman who's interested in Serenay and he doesn't currently have any Serenay acolytes so he's eager to pick your brain about what you know about Saren Ray and how she fits into the greater pantheon of the okay. six presented here I, and then Reeton walks in pint in hand yep <laughs> before I begin my lecture on the 12 solar pages of Saren Ray I and then he goes ah, hey brother Davros how's it going oh he's got he's got uh, bits of cobble pie beer in his beard that some woman uh, passing by the grocer's hall stuffed into his hands saying he's just too thin needs to eat more and then shuff shuffles him on his way uh, 
so he's got this pie oh, that he ended up uh, Father Zandos, that reminds me. We'd learned from the sheriff that five years ago, the original chapel burned to the ground. Yes. Could we go someplace yes. private and speak about that? Yes. Indeed. Okay. Uh, c- come along. And he brings you back into a, a small little functory room. Unless he leads us downstairs. There's no way I'm going to any kind of basement level no. without full party. Just say No, 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 no. Just no, it's just a side room. Okay. So uh, we know that F- Father Tobin has, uh, his body's been taken, yes? Mm. This is dire news. Well, what do you want to know about the late unpleasantness? Is it about the fire? Is it about Chopper? Yeah, so we found a, a robe that had slight necromancy on it. Do you yes. happen to know anyone in town or nearby that would have experience with necromancy? Oh, no, of course not. No upstanding citizen of Sandpoint would be... Oh, no, well, no, yes, that would I'm, be a terrible thing. I'm no, not no. asking about upstanding citizens. Well, well they, I would do not to, they would have to happen. be reasonably wealthy if they were to practice the necromatic arts because those are rare and expensive dabblings, as my understanding is. Yeah. Other, has there been any rumors in the last five years about what caused the fire or, shall we say, family feuds or disgruntlement? What about the former clergy? How did you come to your position, Father Xantos? Uh, Father Tobin, how long had he held his position? Oh, many years. Um, he was the, uh, the lifelong leader of the religious here in Sandpoint. Did you tutelage under him? I did. I was his second. He was very, very good to, to this church and to this town. And his beautiful daughter, oh, Nualia, <sighs> such a tragedy it all was. I understand that the fire incinerated many bodies and few were left to rest. Correct. My and then when Chopper happened, oh, all of us, we don't even hardly want to talk about it. We're sorry if this is difficult for you, Father Xantos, but we must learn everything to get to the bottom. Uh, has the sheriff filled you in on exactly what we encountered late last night? Yes, he, he did tell me that you found two skeletons and this robe, yes. and then Father Ezekiel and Tobin's remains have been absconded with, and that there were goblins and some human-sized person, some long shank, as the goblins call us? Yes. yes. We believe there might be some connection, but something to do with the town's past. My primary concern, obviously, you must understand, is laying the dead, returning the dead back to rest. It is Sarenway's wish that these abominations not be left to roam and plague the townspeople at night. So we'd ask you humbly, one priest to a young acolyte, could you tell us everything? that you know about i really i really would prefer so, to look ahead to brighter times okay well how about a but, diplomacy uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna start mimicking his actions and tilting my okay. head to the left so he does in an anime fashion and possibly <laughs> use some diplomacy if that doesn't work we have the dwarf for intimidation but my intimidation is my, minus one Oh, just stand there and, and clean I can't your beard. Roll. I can't roll this. Clean your life. beard, buddy. You're embarrassing me. You don't look frightening at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does not a lot of... Uh, nah, if you, if you want intimidation, you want Braskin. Yeah. Plus two to my diplomacy, so the first roll, 14, is what I'm after there. 14. Okay. Well, he's... 
he really doesn't want to talk about because it was just so terrible. You can get that he doesn't really know much about it other than that a month after the murder, Chopper was slain. A terrible fire struck Sandpoint. The fire started in the Sandpoint Chapel and spread quickly. As the town rallied to save the church, the inferno expanded, consuming the North Coast stables, the White Deer Inn, and three other homes, in fact. In the end, the church burned to the ground, leaving the town's beloved priest, Zekin Tobin, and his beautiful adopted daughter, Noalia, dead. Adopted, you said? Yeah, adopted. Oh, yes. Yes. She was Azamar. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know what that daughter. is. You do not know what an Azamar is? I'm waiting for the no. DM to ask for some sort of check. Uh, knowledge local. Knowledge planes? Local. I have Because either. they are... Yeah. All ASMR only exists in Sandpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got out of the force much. You know, Crying Leaf is a crying shame that we have some books to read about religion and the occasional woman that'll leave you and you convince yourself that she's still with you. But, you know, worldly people, some of us are not. So sorry, okay. no local, no planes. Well, you can try to take a 10. And I think ASMR are common knowledge. Okay. So go ahead and roll. Anyone can make this standard check. Oler, do you want to wander in as part of your trying investigations? To out, yeah, investigations. Yeah, sure. At this time, I'll walk into the cathedral with uh, an acolyte in hand, and I'll be talking about Karada, the uh, deity that I worship, the leader of the planet of Nirvana, as it were. Brother Ulu, please, just... please unhand and put that acolyte down. I'm sure he's fascinated with your conversation. Does he really look fascinated? I don't. Know. Not, <laughs> no, Are you actually like really. holding him at arm's length, like two feet off the ground, walking in? <laughs> I was more you. like, you know, an arm around the shoulder or something. Oh, but... I see. Sorry. He looks like he's being very neutral, allowing you to do so because you're a local celebrity. But he himself is not really following what you're saying because they're all crazy talk from Belkton. But anyway, that's that's his that's your hunch. Well, all right. What do we get I... here? Brother Davros 15. Okay, so what else? I rolled a six. A six. So, yeah. But Brother Davros, you do know what a ASMR is. Uh, Oler, you've also heard the term Azamar. And what it means is Azamar are God-touched children. They are celestial-touched. They have usually a very remarkable features, either platinum blonde hair, beautiful features. They tend to be wise and very connected to the other planes and the celestial workings. They tend to fall into the careers of priesthoods or paladins, generally prettier than they should be. Yeah. Okay. So Father Xantas says, yes, uh, early upon her, uh, uh, finding Noalia, Noalia's uh, childhood was lonely and sad. Her unearthly beauty made the other children either jealous or shy, and many of them took to playing cruel jokes on her. The adults in town weren't much any better. Many of the superstitious Versians viewed Noalia as blessed by Desna, a sort of reverse deformity. Rumors that her touch or proximity would cure warts and rashes, that locks of her hair brewed into tea could increase fertility, and that her voice could drive out evil spirits led to a succession of awkward and humiliating requests over the years. Poor Noalia felt more like a freak than a young girl by the time she came to age. Well, and then so she fell into the arms of a local Verician youth when he courted her. Who is the youth? Um, his name was Delic Visconta. Let me, uh, mm, how would you spell that? Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> Delic, hey. Let me um, write it for you. Does he still in town? 
No, unfortunately, Delic absconded, off with his Verician friends on a caravan. Knowing her father would not approve of a relationship with a Verician, he wanted her to remain pure so she could join a prestigious convent, as so he told me. They kept their affair secret, but it came out later that um, she became with child, and uh, I know Azakian was very disappointed in her. It was such a tragedy that shortly thereafter they both died in the fire. Yeah, both. Terrible. Yes, both of them. We never found her body. Yeah, you but, never found her body. But it, 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 with the, the state of the city as it was, nothing could have survived. And that's all he wants to talk about. That's terrible. That's all he wants to talk about. Is there? Could he possibly be holding something back? Could I sense motive? Certainly. Brother, uh, okay, so you were both rolling sense motives. Oler, do you want to roll a sense motive too, since you're there? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Brother Davros, you think everything's above board with this guy. Yes. Brother, Brother Santis is just well, telling yes. the straight-up truth. Yes, why would he lie to a fellow um, Dimitri But Reeton and Oler, you get the sense that maybe something he's holding back. Definitely Oler. Absolutely. Reeton, you just get a slight sense, but Oler, absolutely. In the core of your, your heart, you know he's got more of a story to tell, but he's not wanting to talk about it. That's right. A priest will uh, never gonna lie over. to a beautiful young man. I'm certain of this. I'm going to look over at Brother Davros and be like, yeah, he totally believes this guy. And then I'll look over at Uller and be like, hey, so do you think something's weird with this guy? Well, you know, in Belskin, we have a word for those who uh, tell lies or try to mislead. And it means, if you directly translate it, dishonest coward. Oh, huh. I wonder, I know you're a monk, but are you uh, okay at intimidating people? I mean, you know, if you were asking me for some sort of, like, dice equivalent, then I would have to say no. But I certainly am up for the challenge of being able to sit down and peacefully coerce uh, uh, me. the fact that we need this extra information. Excuse me, gentlemen. All there, right. There's a I word. There's also a word in Elvish we have. Talas. It means tactless. And I point to Father <laughs> Xantos is right here listening to you guys going, do you trust this guy? I don't fucking trust this guy. I can't trust this guy. Alok, he's a coward. Get the brand down. Yeah, he's, looking both of, he's looking at both of you with his arms crossed, with his head askance, going, really? These people yeah. are saying this in front of me? Yeah. yeah, we yeah. I forgot the five foot step. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Tell us. <laughs> and I have no intention of saying anything behind anyone's back. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, you didn't well, start it. You were just explaining his position, but I love the dwarf, right? Yeah. Connor's so got no Sanchez shame. He's like, yes, we have a word for that, <laughs> by the way. Father Xantis says, I appreciate your honesty. There, I, you're right. I am holding things back, but they're private, and I'd rather not discuss it at this time. Father, I hope you understand. I hope you understand, Father Xantos, the real threat of the dead walking in your town at night. Surely personal shame, five years old from any family that remains secret, could not harm the reputation of a town. And even if it does, surely the safety of your citizens is more important, especially because, and I kind of point in the direction of the wall of the actual boneyard, it is mm -hmm. our cathedral's boneyard where the dead has begun to rise. I do apologize no. for my friends and to press you on this matter, but if you won't speak of it, would you possibly direct us to someone who should? My concern is only for the safety of all those under Serenray's light. This has been buried. This is all in the past. The cathedral burned up and with it, its sins. Let us work towards the future. And he, and he starts going that track. 
he says, whatever you guys do, hopefully it doesn't come back to poor Ezekiel Tobin. He was such a good man. I'd hate to, no, I cannot believe something bad would happen. It could be even worse than what's happened already. No, no. So he's kind of walled up. Hmm. I'm going to roll an intimidate check. Okay. Hey, right. listen. I would like to urge you, this is not the path we need to go down, Brother Barbarian. Yes, I'll back him Brother Barbarian? <laughs> I'm not doing... I'm just trying to get him to tell the truth because we have necromancers... Yes, and we... Breaking we, up people from the dead. We took the high road, brother. Have, you know, if you start intimidating the priest on holy ground as a fellow cleric, yeah, I'm going to be the worst okay. least of your problems <laughs> in your face. It's okay. okay. My intimidating right. does not work. <laughs> I, I would like to try this diplomacy, apparently. Okay, we have one last chance here, Brother Davros. So far, Reeton has insulted the priest by trying to intimidate him to tell the truth. Oler tried to s smooth things over, just insulting him further. He's seconds away from throwing you all out, and he does so on your ears. <laughs> diplomacy of eight, I just rolled. Yes. Fed up so, with arguing and pushing him for questions. Yes, he is done with this conversation. You have kind oh, of alienated oh. Father Xantos yeah. for the moment, and all of you are out finding yourself out on the yeah, front door. Yeah, Raskin's Point. walking by, pleased with his biscuits and all the information he politely gained five minutes ago. Yes. When we get tossed yes. out of the cathedral. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I'm practically in tears. I I quested to come here, and as a scholar about all the faiths, and I got tossed out because of this freaking dwarf. Oh, yeah. Raskin. You arrive to the front steps of the church, eating your, your biscuits, the last of it, and lovingly made. You can just tell. And uh, you see the three getting tossed out of the cathedral. And a very angry Father Xantus say, find out what's going on and don't come back until you do. Kind of thing. And I'm going to stand up and be like, I don't know what his problem is. I don't get it. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. So how'd your uh, quest go, Braskin? It went well. Found Good. out information I needed. Where'd you get the biscuits? Veraskin has no more biscuits. I thought you made them. Lily walks fairly <laughs> close to Veraskin and starts like diverging of what little he's learned today. It's mostly been people coming up and being like, you're the tallest person ever. You really punched goblins. Exactly. And, <laughs> you know, just lots of that. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, maybe if you wanted to share some of what the town has given you, I think it would be just, just, just peachy. Very appropriate. Do you think that someone you all have deemed evil would share his biscuits with you. Hey, hey, I, I'm the only seen. one that said you were evil. Yeah, I feel like I'm being thrown under a blanket that I yeah. have nothing to do yeah. with. Yeah, you're evil? Is this true? I played along with your joke. If anything, you should be like growing down with me. Just take the rest of them. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Just hands the basket over. Don't wait, wait, ready. I want some with, evil biscuits with, too. With, with a mouthful of biscuits, uh, Uller will point back to the, the graveyard and say, we should probably check those uh, those footprints next. Come on, guys, follow me. And with that, we are going to pick it up next time. Thanks for everyone for playing, and this has been Clinton's Core Classics on the Rollmongers Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. I'm so ashamed to think of inspecting the graveyard during the daytime when my god is at its her height. I'm so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs>